This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Thanks for joining us on My Talk 1071. I need to hear, you need to tell me a story because I don't know a lot about this story, Bradley. Um, and I love The Wizard of Oz, but I've never gotten really into the memorabilia and where it is. And um, I don't collect things, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know really. I did know that the Ruby Slippers were in Minnesota, but then they disappeared. That's all I know. What's the latest with this? Okay. God, yeah, tell me. It, Whoa, girl, just kick something on. underneath the Here is a mystery. I'm going to tell you who Xander really is. <laughs> Not you your dad. From Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, I'm going to tell you about this. the case of the disappearing Ruby Slippers. Now, Minnesotans, perhaps you've heard about this story. Actually, you heard about it many times, but most recently this story came up because somebody was arrested in connection with the theft of Judy Garland's ruby slippers. That is, props from the Wizard of Oz that were stolen from the Judy Garland Museum in Grand Rapids right here in Minnesota in 2005. Now, you may say, I feel like I heard that story already. Mm-hmm. Say that, Dawn. I feel like I've heard this story already. You have, Dawn, because in 2018, mm-hmm. those slippers were recovered. But that wasn't the end of the story. In a sting operation, they well, were able to recover those those slippers. And I can tell you more about that. But the reason we're talking about the story today is because a man from Minnesota, mm. not named Xander or Mike or Bradley, a Minnesota man has been indicted on charges that he stole that pair of ruby slippers from the Wizard of Oz and the Judy Garland Museum in Grand Rapids nearly 18 years ago. On Tuesday, that is two days ago, a federal indictment in U.S. District Court for the District of Minnesota charged Terry John Martin of Minnesota with (gasps) stealing an authentic pair of slippers valued at $3.5 million. Now, that's a fascinating story. And I kept seeing this come up because, A, I'm a good Minnesotan. I love a good story about Minnesota. B, I'm gay. And I love The Wizard of Oz and Judy Garland. It's a prerequisite for my generation. Mm. Uh, And I'm being facetious because I know a lot of Minnesotans love and adore Judy Garland and The Wizard of Oz, despite their sexual orientation. Um, But I'm fascinated by that story and always have been. And so, but I'm also, I also just got fascinated by the mystery of what's actually going on because there are still more questions than answers. Because I imagined, Don, you're like, well, who is Terry John Martin? 
right? Yeah. Well, Easy the, Friends was Xander White. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, there was a one-page indictment that provided no further details about the case of the stolen shoes. Now, here's what we know. And in fact, the Star Tribune caught up to this guy. They ring him up because this is such a Minnesotan. I want the Coen brothers to do this movie. Okay. Because imagine you're like, you know, uh, Bob McCracken, reporter, Star Tribune. Yes. Beep, boop, boop, beep. And why don't you call me your reporter? I'm, a, I'm, I'm. Are you the reporter? No, you're the reporter. I'm Mr. Martin. Oh shoot, okay. Terry John Martin, and you're calling um, to ask me about them slippers I got arrested for. Hi, is this uh, Terry Martin? I don't want to talk to you. Uh, well, I'm Click. so sorry. Whoa. So the the Star Tribune called the guy, and he's like, I don't want to talk to you because I'm going to get in trouble, or I'm going to be in trouble. Something something like that. Okay. Hangs up the phone. So they, we get, we have no details about why. He stole these shoes or how this all went down. Okay. However, what we do know from an interview that Janie Heights, and Janie is an executive director over at the Judy Garland Museum over in Grand Rapids. Mm -hmm. She said in an interview yesterday, Dawn, that she was trying to figure out if Mr. Martin had any connection to these shoes. Because, like, they don't know why he was arrested for this. They just learned, like everybody else, that he was just arrested. They they knew that the shoes ago. were recovered in 2018, uh-huh. but those shoes, by the way, are still in federal custody oh. because they haven't like adjudicated the case yet, right? Oh, they just brought charges in 2023, so she's got a lot of questions. She goes, you know, this is a break in the case. We're excited, but we're also speechless and anxious. So somebody back in 2005 ran into the museum, crash, crash, bang, bang. Oh, the bang meaning uh, they just broke in through a back entrance, smashed some plexiglass, and um, stole the shoes. There were no fingerprints, no security camera footage, and that's what, you know, um, that's all they knew back when the shoes were actually stolen. Okay, they were just gone. They were just gone. Okay. And so they don't know, like, what happened. Well, then somebody throws up a million-dollar reward. Nothing. Nobody comes forward. But then in 2018, somebody comes forward, approaches an insurance company, and says, hey, Probably in a trench coat. Oh. You're the insurance company. Hey. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You know sir? Them, you know them shoes? Yeah, I know. Them shoes. ruby slippers? Uh-huh. I might be able to tell you where they're at. Oh, really? Um, and what connection do you have to it? I don't think you should ask more questions, but uh if you know what's good. So do you want to insure them? Why are you calling me? You'll give me some money and I'll tell you where they are. Um, that's extortion. Sir. Exactly, which is where the FBI's Art crime unit jumps in with a bunch of federal agents from Chicago, Atlanta, Miami, organize a sting operation and recover the slippers. They have not paid any reward money, and we don't know the connection Mr. Martin has to any of this story. So there is still a huge ass mystery around. And I'm telling you, this would make for a great movie. What questions do you have? Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, um <laughs> Oh my god. I know, I, I sprung it know. on you, Dawn. I don't it's even fine. Know what to ask. I mean, <sighs> Why do you think that you need them? <laughs> if you could just be in the mind of... So this person, we don't know if he's the one who did it or if he We don't know if he's connected to the or, extortion. Okay. We don't know if he is the person who Does actually... Does he live in the town? He lives not far. If I remember oh, correctly, Lord. he lives like a mile down the road or oh, not far down the road. And it's you like... you think he just had to click his heels to get home? Or was he... <laughs> Did he just... I see what you did there. <laughs> In my head, the movie, this is the movie that I'm paying. It's, you know, uh, a, a queen of a certain age, <clears throat> maybe a little older than me, because I don't want to play the part, who's just like, I must have those slippers. They will be mine. <laughs> oh, no. 
and then, you know, crashes through the plexiglass, takes the slippers and then just puts them on each night and does a little, you know, shuffle <laughs> and sing somewhere over the rainbow his to room. his little dog. Okay. I mean, that would be a fun story. Leslie Jordan could be in it. Yeah. Right. Like you can please. just see the Coen brothers doing the story and then somehow somebody, you know, finds out that he has the slippers and then, you know, tries to extort him. It doesn't go well in any way. He ends up getting arrested. I don't know if that's the story. But to me, there are so many more questions about like how this all went down and what the motives were, because I'm sure it wasn't as theatrical as I have just made it in my own crazy head. Yeah, it's probably far more banal. But doesn't it still beg the question, like what would lead you to think that you could steal something so iconic, so recognizable you're not going to be able to sell it. You're not going to be able to show it to people. Exactly. You just have it in your greedy little hands and so, look at it by yourself. But doesn't that make you want to know, like, who is that person? Because that's an interesting brain to yes, be inside. Yes, absolutely. That's the profile I want on Dateline. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's it's really interesting. And I, I just wonder um, what they were thinking when they stole the shoes. Mm -hmm. Like, what did you think you were going to be able to do with these? And then you've realized after like, Oh shoot, I'm probably not going to be able to sell these on the any, cause I don't really know anybody that is an underground black market, like (sighs) business for Hollywood memorabilia. I mean, the other question or the other thing that I learned about the story before we head out, because, again, very little questions or very little answers. He's been arrested now. But this person has been arrested in connection with this case. And uh, I assume we'll learn more soon. But uh, because there will be, you know, there are charges and therefore there's going to be a trial and all that stuff uh, unless, you know, whatever. Anyway, more will be revealed. The other thing I learned about this story, again, Ruby Slippers, Judy Garland you know, as I'm sure most people do, this is not the only pair of Judy Garland's ruby slippers from right. The Wizard of Oz. Yes, I did know Turns that. Turns out, I didn't know this, that the pair that is in Grand Rapids, uh, at least in the New York Times piece that I read, says that pair is actually a mismatched pair. Mm. So the left and right are different sizes. Mm. And that they actually match the pair that is currently at the Smithsonian. So why don't they just switch? So like the right one of the left one that's in Grand Rapids is in the Smithsonian and the left one in the Smithsonian is the right one in Grand Rapids. Like why, why didn't they just swap these? Well, they will eventually. Don't you think like put the sixes together and the sevens together? If anybody from Grand Rapids is listening, I don't know if our signal carries that far. Probably not. But if you know anyone, send them a letter. If you go have tea later, you ask some questions because they haven't gotten those slippers back. They're still in the hands of the the uh, federal government That's in a box. Right. And they're greedy little hands. Maybe they'll never let them go. There's somebody there like, I'm going to try on these shoes before <laughs> I give them back. <laughs> All right. Don't. Uh, yeah, don't put on them. Sli- don't be Kim Kardashian. Please. No. When we come back, can. Not the device that holds baked beans. The city in France. <laughs> yes. Is cracking down on their dress code for men at the film festival. <laughs> That's right. Dawn has the fashion police update when we come back right here on My Talk. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony, ready and waiting to get your vehicle back in tip-top shape. Or maybe your vehicle's already in tip-top shape. That's fine. Scheduled maintenance is a thing, and it's what keeps your vehicle running smoothly all year long. And Tom and his team do that very well. 
uh, as well. And the reason I know that is because that's where I bring my vehicle for scheduled maintenance. I'm bringing my car in, my Mazda. I'm bringing my Mazda in next Tuesday uh, for scheduled. Why do I sound like an old lady? My Mazda. Uh, I'm bringing it in for maintenance on Tuesday next week. And <laughs> I know when I drop my vehicle off that there's going to be a courtesy car waiting. And not only are they going to do all the scheduled maintenance, I'm going to pick it up. They're going to run it through the car wash. It's going to feel like brand new. I love every time I bring my vehicle in to Tom and his team at Boulevard. You will have the same experience. Just head to blvdautoworks.com. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Xander, Bradley, and Dawn, and Mike Anger. Um, we got to talk about the Cannes Film Festival. Stinkles, girls? Uh-oh. Cannes, you want to go to France? I want to go to That's the Cannes Film Festival because they are cracking down on the dress code for men there. What is the, like, not the dress code for ladies, just the dress code for men. Are men being particularly uh, abusive? Well, this idiot wore a pink. <laughs> yeah, this idiot, this guy, he is a Vogue editor, and his name is Zach Weiss. You can find that on our show links page. You can see this hideous jacket that looks like he's um, in a 70s carnival. Um, oh, my God. Okay, so, but are you being facetious, or you really just think it's ugly? It's, it's well. Girl, have your opinion. I don't yeah, care. I, I, don't think I just it's can't cute. tell if you're doing uh, sarcasm or not. No, it's not cute anyway. It's a pink and gold embroidered jacket. I know that this designer made But he is um, wearing a jacket, which is a weird thing then for somebody to say, like, how dare you, sir? You're well, really bringing it down. He also has a snidely whiplash kind of facial expression in this photo I'm looking at. Um, so basically what happened is that um, this guy, Zach Weiss, he's actually a writer for Vogue. He was spotted being turned away from the opening because it's a black tie event. And it's supposed to. It oh, must, so he wasn't wearing black tie. He had a black tie on. Well, but he yeah, didn't but... get that. It's like, dude, you stick out like a sore thumb. Um, the <laughs> the official was overheard telling him um, it must be noir. Yeah, because it's black tie. You yeah. have to have a black jacket on. Yes. I mean, it's arbitrary to be clear. But if you're going to have, if you're going to say the event is black tie and you're not wearing black tie, then. Yeah. Yeah. It was a black tie event. And he said, it's too colorful. Yeah, I would say. I mean, it's fine. It just looks like a robe you'd wear in your house. It's not even <laughs> cut well. Anyway, um, it's pink and gold, and it's very loud looking. So is this indicative of, like, a general... Yes. Uh, so this is a rule... Lowering you know, of standards or what? Um. So I just... I mean, why don't you know this, dude? This has been going... This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On forever, like in 1960, Henry Miller, the author, most famous for Tropic of Cancer, he was a juror for the festival. He wasn't allowed inside on opening night because he refused to wear a dinner jacket. Mm. Okay, this is 1960. It has a long history. And seeing that you are a writer for Vogue, it, what are you trying to get away with something or do yeah. you don't know? I mean, I fight this every every uh, six months or so, Don, when Jamie and I are on a cruise. What? Because... You need a dinner jacket for dinner. No, or we don't. But, but uh, some cruise lines do make you do that. But like we wear pants... And I can't tell you how many men don't want to have to wear pants anymore, oh. especially on a cruise ship or vacation of any kind. Oh, sure. And I just think it 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 just feels nice and smart to wear pants to dinner. But uh, you'd be amazed at what people get away with when they try to walk in the main dining room. With short shorts on and some <laughs> You're swim like, trunks. <laughs> Not the females. It's usually men. Yeah, it's the guys. They don't want to. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah. They want to wear their, their oh, khaki shorts. You're like, just because you're wearing a collared shirt does not mean you should be wearing your, you know, grubby uh Beach shorts. Okay. What about khaki shorts? Are those no, better? I, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just my judgment. Oh my God. I mean, I if, love you're gonna, it. if you're going to, if you're going to go after Zach's colorful suit coat, I'm going to judge some uh, utility. No, that's, I love shorts. this. Yes. So, um, there, this has been a thing like in 2015, a group of women in their fifties were reportedly turned away for wearing rhinestone flats Oh no! due to medical conditions that prevented them from wearing stilettos. Oh, do they have bunions? I don't know. They have, I don't know. They probably had like some kind of, you know, maybe they had edema or something where they could not be in heels. So Emily Blunt said, so there, the time, it's, a, it's an, it's not a gender thing as much as it is just a, like, we've got standards. They do. And it's a specifically, uh, like Kate, Kristen Stewart took her shoes off completely on the red carpet in 2018. Cause she was tired of wearing them. Um, so the dress code really states for screenings in the main theater, you should arrive at the foot of the red steps, wearing a dinner jacket or evening dress. So they don't have a rule for stilettos anymore. Oh, well, that's a anymore. dinner jacket, though. So Yeah. So I don't... So this dude had to go run to... He had to have someone. I'm sure he didn't do it himself. He went to... He had somebody run to Armani really quick so we could David's get David's bridal in. or whatever. David's bridal in, in France. David. Monsieur David's bridal. <laughs> so you can also, in the absence of this, you may, may wear, it says, a cocktail dress. A dark trouser suit, a dressy top with black trousers, a little black dress, black or midnight blue suit with a bow tie. I don't like the term trouser suit. <laughs> trousers is just a... Let's just let go of that word. I'm going to have a whole story on trousers Trousers. Uh, and Clam Springs. <laughs> Clams Casino uh, and Clam Springs. When we come back, Brittany. Oof. Couple stories we want to catch you up on with uh, Brittany Spears and her. For my good friends at Dakota Dental. Head to dakotadental.com, make your appointment. I was just there yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? No, it was yesterday, right? 
or was it the day before? I don't remember. But I was there this week, and why was I there? Well, I've been there a lot lately because I've been on this dental implant journey, and you guys, it's turning into a bigger journey because I'm going to get the teeth around that dental implant redone as well. It actually turns out that it'll be more stable for my smile, and it's going to look great, and I'm just very excited. And truly, it's going to mean I'm not going to have to deal with this issue like from years from now. I, I would not have known this. I would not have been able to go on this journey with anyone but Dakota Dental. Why? Because Dakota Dental is truly a premier dental implant specialist in the state of Minnesota, which means I'm in great hands. Dr. Bruin has been wonderful every step of the way, explaining the process, um, helping me plan for this process. Head to dakotadental.com today for all your dental needs and tell them Bradley sent you. of Bradley and Dawn. You're listening to My Talk 1071. Thank you for joining us. And uh, Brittany's been in the news lately because TMZ did some trashy documentary on Monday about her uh, TMZ investigates the price of freedom. It had crack doctors on there like Dr. Drew. Crack doctors. <laughs> whack, 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 crack. crack doctors. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Drew is just talking out the side of his mouth and you know, diagnosing her when he's not her doctor. It was awful. Um, and But we watched it so you didn't have to. It was trash. And pretty toxic. Tax your turn. Tax Well. Tax he's reacting. I think she? Brittany is now reacting to that documentary for two simple reasons. And I can hear this conversation going something like this. Hey, babe. Wait, do you do a Brittany voice? Um, n- no. Well. It just depends. Not great. No. Okay. Anyway, uh, I try. <laughs> I'm just saying, here's how the conversation went. Hey, babe, we need to show the world that we're not having marital troubles. Cue Instagram. So remember part of what was alleged in this documentary from TMZ, the price of freedom was that Brittany and Sam's marriage is on the rocks. It's facing trouble, right? Yeah marital trouble and so then i find out oh look at britney spears over on instagram uh they also said um which uh, pertains to this story as well that she doesn't go out of her house she's very isolated and then the next moment they go she loves to drive around (laughs) i'm like well what is it yeah so then she posts and this was 18 hours ago okay so i'm proud of my flowers i've been pretty modest about my home i'm redesigning my house I have a lot of questions and thoughts about that, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to get distracted because what I'm here for is the video portion of this post. And uh, she does say, I feel so blessed to be in such a to be with such an incredible husband who inspires me every day. Have a brilliant day, my friends, and Godspeed. And then we see a video of them like air humping and oh. touching and oh. holding hands and then doing my f- favorite. And by that, I mean my least favorite thing celebrities do, which is to press their faces against each other and awkwardly suck face. Yeah. Like they're they just don't like, give each other a kiss. That is, it's like an open mouth kiss. It's very much. Do you remember Liza Minnelli and her husband, <laughs> what was his name? David. Um, Fur, not Furnish. That's, no, no, uh, that's Elton John's, John's husband. husband. Oh, yes. David Guest. No. Yeah. Um, David Guest? Yeah, David Guest. Yep, David Guest. You. Remember, remember how he. <laughs> yes, I do remember. Where it like they get so married weird. and he's like, you may now kiss the bride. And he's like. It's like, okay, we get it. Like the further oh. I stick my tongue down her throat, the further the world will believe this is a real marriage. Right. 
spoiler alert, it didn't end well. No. Anyway, so that just seemed really forced. Are you looking at it now, Mike? (laughs) I'm watching it for the first time. (laughs) It is so awkward. Just to be petty, another level of petty. He had some real white makeup on, didn't he? He kind of yeah. looked like a vampire. Well, and remember... Didn't, and lots of makeup. Didn't Wasn't there some whole thing about him, like, stapling his head or her head uh-huh. or something? There was something about staples anyway. I don't Whoa. got time for that. But I have to go back over here. So it just seemed like real force that Britney Spears was putting this video out following, you know, the allegation. And I want to be like, girl, don't, don't be moved... Or if there's somebody in our life who's like, hey, TMZ said this about us. Can we post something that shows we're okay? Yeah. You know, like we're legitimate. Like, don't do that. Don't respond to the media narrative because that just plays into their hands. But wait, there's more, Dawn. Okay. So it's not just that she heard that criticism, she also maybe heard the criticism about her relationship with her kids or I should say the lack thereof. We know that her relationship with her two sons has been strained, right? And certainly her relationship with her ex-husband, Kevin Federline has been strained. Well, she took the opportunity in a video that uh, Sam Asgari posted to have a comment about his friend. So he, well, there's video that she posts in her stories, I know you don't spend a lot of time in stories. No, but I did for this. But you looked at it. Yeah. So it's Sam and his uh, cute friend who wears a hat and is eating a flower. He's wearing a red hat, yes. He's got some nice biceps. He sure does. This is a workout, bro. That's a workout, bro, you think? Probably. I mean, what else could it be? And the caption is, first time hanging with one of my hubby's friends. My boys are at that awkward age where I haven't been able to shoot them for four years. Okay. Sam Asgari is sort of silly about it, too. It was cool to make contact yesterday. Okay, so that implies that she made contact with her kids yesterday. But also, it's a weird thing. It's like she's trying to take this thing over here and turn it into, like, nonchalantly a commentary on her kids. Yes, and And she's done this in the past. She wants me to think, like, I don't know she's directly responding to the people who say she doesn't have a relationship with her kids. And that she, and simultaneously saying she doesn't go out and do anything. Yeah. So you've got a two-in-one thing there. But it's weird. Don't, like, if that's what you're going to do, don't say... It was good to make contact. Like, I don't know if she means. Well, also, these two things don't make sense. They don't make sense. And I don't know if she means make contact with the outside world, like make contact with his friend. She just needs an editor for her. No, I think think the implication, I mean, the way I read it, and I mean, I guess it's Brittany, so who knows? But the way I read it is she says, My boys are at that awkward age where I haven't been able to shoot them for four years. Sam Asgari is silly about it, too. It was cool to make contact yesterday. I mean, to me, that she's saying that she somehow had contact with her friend. Um, But I guess. Or her kids. I'm sorry. That's what I meant. Her Her kids. kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Regardless, it's just like. Literally days after this thing aired, you have now posted two things that are direct responses to this TMZ special. And again, girl, that's all trash. Like that's you, all trash. If she would it's not just, real. Just Nobody like, believes that. Yeah. If she would just I'm I mean, here we are speaking from have we ever had an entire hour done about us on TV where there's all these speculations yes, you about our <laughs> What's it called? The Bradley, Bradley Trainer special. The price of what? The price 
of fabulous. <laughs> what would the Don McLean special be? <laughs> Don McLean, the price of oh, cheese. The price of eggs. <laughs> That could be taken very many ways, and I'm not going to entertain any of them. The price of motherhood. The price of motherhood. Mike, what would... Mike Ganger. The price, the price of price marriage. Of... Ooh. Wow. <laughs> or not. You, Never a question you until right then the way you said Mike. that. Ooh. No, I don't know anything about marriage. Mm. Mike Ganger, the price of... Game shows. I don't know. Yeah. The, price of ga- the price of right. The price is right. <laughs> Mike Anger. The price is the right. Price of hey, Mike, right. speaking of, yeah. you have a family connection to Britney Spears. I do. That you oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm so sorry. I almost forgot. Oh, no. Yes. It's all good. Yeah. A couple Britney of nights. Is, I didn't forget. <laughs> a couple of nights ago. Uh, so I'm kind of living the bachelor life right now. Sarah, my fiance, is uh, doing some business over in New York. So she is there at, in the uh, just outside White Plains, New York, I guess. But she is uh, was hanging out a couple nights ago. They said, hey, let's do something on Broadway. Let's head over there and see what's going on. So they went down there. And apparently right now uh, at the Marquee Theater, the Once Upon a One More Time musical, <gasps> that's all of Britney's music. Yeah. Is actually in previews. Oh my god! So, so she, did she get to go to a preview? She got to go to a preview. What? Yes. Okay. Well, what did she think? Now oh. tell people this is. It's not like the Britney it, story. It's like a story with Britney music. So basically, what happens and just to quickly sum it up. It's uh, all the fairy tale princesses. Not all of them, but it's like Snow White, The Little Mermaid, Sleeping Beauty, Rapunzel, Princess and the Pea. They're all sitting around for book club, and all of a sudden, Cinderella's like, "Hey, I want a different story. We've been living this, you know, oh, same story all the time." Well, then. Uh, uh, the fairy godmother introduces them to the feminine mystique. And that's where it all kind of turns from then on. So, and you kind of hear them doing their story their own way from then on out. Prince Charming is actually played by Justin Guarini, the uh, runner-up for American Idol the first season. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's Prince Charming. They've done this in D.C. a couple of years ago, and this is actually the Broadway debut, but uh, she absolutely loved it. Oh, she it. did love it. Awesome. 23 songs are originally uh, recorded by Britney Spears. <gasps> they mess with the music and the lyrics just a little bit. Not the music, sure. more just the lyrics to fit the, yeah. the yeah. musical side of it, but she thought it was is incredible. She says one of the best live shows I've ever had the chance to watch. She That's awesome. Wow. And she's a big Britney Spears fan. She does love Britney, so yeah. that helped a does lot. She, but yeah, she, she has thoughts about what's going on. With uh, Can she please <laughs> give yeah, us her I, voice I, sometime? I the one cool thing about this is they recently came out a few days ago and say that said that the music for this was actually authorized by Britney Spears post conservatorship. Yeah. Uh, so there was a negotiated license ab- after that. Yeah, which which. Which, to me, speaks to their understanding that, like, you need to have Britney's post-conservatorship stamp of approval on yep. this because if you don't, nobody's going to go see this because they're going to think she was like forced to, you know, sign over her. Yeah. You know, it just makes it feel like it's Britney approved, yes. mm-hmm. right? I Which is if she an gets important any money thing. From it, oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, it's I mean, so, she licensed it. So oh, she licensed all I the music. Twenty three different songs. It's all of her most popular hits, just uh, slightly changed a little bit. But uh, For, oh. Justin Guarini, the um, Prince Charming. You have uh, 
Briga Heeland actually plays uh, Cinderella. She's been in a couple of TV things. And then Adam Godley, who uh, is a British actor who actually was on Suits, and he was also oh. in Breaking Bad. He was Elliot, if you remember the show Breaking okay. Bad later yes. on in it. Um, so, yeah. Some, uh, it, but she says she was just blown away. And the movie, by the way, the rights to the movie has been acquired by Sony Pictures and is being produced by Britney and her old manager, or alongside her ex-manager, Larry Rudolph. So Awesome. We are going to see that eventually as well. But uh, if you ever got the chance to see it, I think uh, next month is when it officially opens. All right, Mike, thank you for that Broadway review. Mm -hmm. Um, If she sees any other shows, let us know. Will do. When we come back, Mike's going to do what he does best at this time each day. Spin his roulette wheel wherever it lands determines the game show we're playing. When we return, right? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm the Bradley, that's the Dawn on my talk. The Little Blind Spot. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas duet honeycomb shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on duet honeycomb shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process or check them out online at littleblindspot.com and don't forget to tell them bradley sent you the adventures the adventures okay no the adventures my tea slips sometime to my upper set b and d and m what bradley and dawn with my anger um it's time to do our game it's time now to play along it's game Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Our last head-to-head competition of the week, as tomorrow you two will work together Yay! to uh, play the game. But today, somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. Let's find out what game we're playing as we wait for the wheel. Ooh, where's it going to stop? Where's it going to stop? Where's it going to stop? Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh. Smarter than a third grader. Is Fifth grade. But doesn't it work its way up to it? It does work its way up. It's Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? You two are going head to head to find out if you truly are or are not smarter than a fifth grader. Now, I'm going to (laughs) have. 
That's I'm, what's fun about this game is that you realize how dumb you are. <laughs> you just realize how Speak much for yourself. information God. we got when we were in first and second grade doesn't yeah. necessarily hold on. Yeah. Um, we are going to flip a coin here. Uh, somebody call it. Tails. It's heads. Oh. So, Bradley, you're going to get to choose A or B. We're going to do first grade questions, <laughs> then second grade questions, then oh, third, God, then fourth okay. and fifth. You're all going to have an opportunity, or you're both going <laughs> to have an opportunity. Okay. Um, so you choose A or B. I'm going to be B. You're going to go with B. Brown. All right. I'm a big boy. Bradley, you ready to go? Bradley is a big boy. He's a big boy. <laughs> He's a big boy. What? He's a big boy. <laughs> What's the past tense for run? <laughs> What's the past tense for run? Ran. There you go. Okay, I it's first grade. The runs. First grade English and language arts. Uh, Don, you ready for yours? Yes. I'm like, I'm what? getting an- like, like, I'm like Anxious. calling the first graders stupid. Basically, like, what's the past tense of <laughs> run? God, what are you first grade? <laughs> Don, what yeah. part of speech is a person, place, or a thing? A noun, Bob. There you go. Nice job. You are both smarter than first graders. Wow, John. I'm proud of you. Congrats. Don, you get to choose first for the second one. A or B? A, please. Uh, we went from English and language arts. Now we're going science. Oh. Science. Uh, you want A. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Earth is located in what galaxy? The Milky Way. Also a nummy. Treat. Nummy. All right. Uh, second grade science. We're continuing on. Bradley, here is your second grade question. God. How many legs no. do arachnids have? Eight. There you go. You guys Yay. are so smart. We feel so trepidatious. Proud of you. You feel like there's like something going to jump out at I you know, at some like, point. Like an eight-legged <laughs> spider or like seven legs. I don't know. I was like, well, maybe I think it's eight. You guys I've are doing really great. Counted. That's what they tell me. Mm-hmm. Rolling on through first and second grade questions. We're moving on to the third grade questions. Oh, God. All right. Third grade, and we're going to math. Oh, God. Third grade math. Bradley, you get to choose A or B. Well, so far, it's served me well, so I'm going to pick A instead. You're going to go nice. with A. All right. Bradley. I hate math. How many grams are in a thousand kilograms? Oh God, a thousand kilograms How isn't many grams are in a thousand kilograms. Oh God, wait, a thousand kilograms. A kilogram is a th- so isn't that just one gram? How many grams in a thousand grams? What is your answer? No, how many grams in a thousand kilograms? Sorry, yeah, how many grams in a thousand kilograms? A thousand isn't a kilogram like one one thousandth of a gram, so a thousand kilograms is a gram. That's your answer. Yeah. Oh, a million. Oh, what? Because is a thousand is a kilogram a thousand grams? A kilogram is a gram is a thousand kilograms. Yes. So you'd have to like take a thousand. Sorry, times no, a no. Thousand. A yeah, kilogram no. is a thousand grams. Yeah. So it's like a thousand times. Oh, a thousand times. A kilogram is a. I thought it was a thousandth of a gram. No, that's a milligram. Yeah. No, that's a million grams. That's a million grams. Is it? I don't know. Oh yeah, no, you're <laughs> right. Answer. You're yeah. right because a kilo yeah. of coke is a thousand. Yeah, think about cocaine. Grams of coke. Exactly. Right. If we can just get it to something God, we all understand, drugs. like cocaine. But in my then head, we can okay. It. To be fair, this is my stupid brain. I am so bad at math. I thought. 
a pound. I was thinking a pound. Because isn't a pound 400 grams? Never mind. I'm going to shut up. Go on. Dog. All right. Let's you move on this to right. this next one. Okay. We've got third grade math. I it have is, a scale uh, at home, kids. I use my scale. It is yeah. two for Don, two for uh, Bradley. I assume missed that one. Well? You're doing math oh, as well. No. See this? I'm You're going to mine Done. Yeah. Stupid. I'm when listening. writing out a fraction, uh-huh. the numbers above and below are called what? The oh little line uh-huh. fraction. Yeah, what's above and below? That's a word. Um, what are those two things? Those are. There's um, a name for each of them. Wow. Above and below numbers. <laughs> Particles. Uh, that Particles. Would be, that would be your numerator and your denominator. There you oh, go. Yes. Okay. I only knew that though because you said numerator. Yeah. I never would have pulled that out of my key. Sure. Numerator and denominator. Yeah. All right. Don. We're done. Third grade math has really, <laughs> really stumbled I us. You. It's all right. Yeah. Let's move with on. Math, with we're, math. We're move. Yes. We're moving on to fourth grade history slash social okay. studies. I think we're going to do much better on this, Don. All right, okay. Don. You get to choose A or B. By the way, we're tied up two two. I'll do A again. You're going to do A this time. Name two of Columbus's three ships. The Nina and the Pinta. There you go. And the other one just for fun. Santa, Santa Maria. Nicely done. And the Plam. There's a wonderful um, Hungarian song called Santa Maria. Bradley, you ready for your history and social studies question? Yeah. Okay. Fourth grade. It is now a 3 2 okay. lead for Dawn. Who commissioned the Lewis and Clark expedition? Um, Thomas Jefferson? Nicely done. Yeah, wow, that's good. Nicely Oof. done. Oof, by the skin of my teeth. Now we are moving on to fifth grade geography. Oh, no. Okay. Fifth grade geography. And now, Bradley, you get to choose A or B for this final one. The pressure is on. We're tied 3-3 going into their fifth grade question. Okay. A or B? I'm going to do B, Bob. You're going to do B, Bob. B, Bob. B, Bob. Big boy. Big boy. <laughs> <laughs> What's the state capital no, I, no. of Kentucky? No! Kentucky? The state capital of Kentucky. Fifth grade question playing. Are you smarter than a fifth grader here to wrap up the show? Game show roulette today. Kentucky. Uh, it's called uh, Kentucky. State capital of Kentucky. Is? I'm going to go to Kentucky and I'm going to. Where in Kentucky am I going? The state capital. It's a little town I like to call. Uh, Need an answer. Green, uh, <laughs> Greenville City. <laughs> Not Greenville City. That's actually the capital of North Carolina. No, just joking. Um, Don, did you know it? Louisville? But no. See, that's oh. the, the joke is always you ask people, what's the capital of Kentucky? Louisville or Louisville? And then they say their answer and they say, no, it's Frankfurt, you idiot. Oh, Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Kentucky Frankfurt. 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 <laughs> all right, we've got less than a minute, Don. Okay, Here's yeah. your chance here to win go. it all right that, that here. For the win, to win it all, or else we got to go to a quick tiebreaker. What's on, the Don. capital of New Hampshire? Don, oh, for the win. Um. Oh, shoot, I knew. I used to know all my states I know and it capitals. is. I'm sending it to you in your brain. Okay. we got to go to this tiebreaker if you don't get this. So okay. I need an answer oh, actually, I'm not. I'm thinking of Stop talking, people. Okay. New Hampshire. Um. Oh, I know. Get it, Don. Need an answer. Bismarck. That's not it. Is it Concord? It's Concord. Concord. That's all right. We're going to the tiebreaker, though. We've got 20 seconds for it. Use your name as your buzzer. If you know the answer to this, it's a fifth grade geography question. What's the largest U.S. state by landmass? Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Alaska. He got it. That's the buzzer. Yeah. 
Nicely done. Good job, smarter Bradley. Than a fifth grader. That was a good battle. That yes. Is. That's fun. We seemed uh, equally suited for that equally challenge. Equally suited. Next time we're going to do all math <laughs> for each one of the grades. Oh, no. <laughs> we're doing what? All math for all of the grades. No. <laughs> I can't. I can't handle it. Hey, you guys, yes. we, we finished another show. Yeah. Another three hours of laughter and hilarity. Listen to the podcast if you missed any of it. What? Missed any of it? Lori and Julia are up next, and no doubt they'll have more complete sentences than we did. And we'll be back tomorrow. Bye! Bye!